How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Attack on Titan. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Just want to let you know we are aware that Endgame came out this weekend. And I know you probably think, hey, where's the Endgame reaction episode? You know, kind of a big deal. And we agree. Uh, we will be dropping that episode next week. A um, few reasons for that. Just logistically getting to the theater, um, all of us, and then recording a reaction episode. Uh, just didn't work out this weekend based on um, I'm going to Orlando, stuff like that. Um, but also releasing an episode of a movie this magnitude with spoilers um, can be dangerous so early to the release date. So we figured just be in our best interest and your best interest to drop it next week. So it is coming and it will be great. So go out and see it and then, you know, see if you agree with what we think. But in the meantime, we have a great episode coming you this way. Um, Attack on Titan and drinking some of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Erith, and with me as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. Sup, sup. What's up, what's up? And then we got my boy, Zach Barlow, Z Killer. How you popping, son? Bro, I'm good. I got, I got hot takes. Hot <laughs> takes today. Hot so, takes today. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped for this episode, day. and I'm doing, I'm doing real well. Awesome. Awesome to hear. And today is a very exciting episode for more, many reasons. Uh, we have longtime friend and new L.A. stud, Danny Plom. How you doing, Danny? Yo, what's up, guys? What's up? What's poppin', bruh? What is going stand on? Up, stand up comedian extraordinaire out here, Danny Plom. And <laughs> I've seen you on uh, a bunch of commercials, bro. You, you getting your commercial acting game on or, or what? What's going on out there? <laughs> hey, man, they say I got nice teeth. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> they say I got nice teeth. <laughs> so I'm just trying to make it work, man. You yeah, know, make that work, <laughs> they, bro. they send checks for nice teeth, is what you call it. <laughs> God damn, man. Hey, yep. You got to get that paper, bro. You got to get yep. my crest game. I got my crest game going. Uh, <laughs> dude, no, man, you're doing some huge things down there. It's awesome. I saw you. Yeah, I saw you on a Nintendo Switch commercial. I think I saw you on. Was it a Volkswagen commercial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, saw you on doing stand up. Saw you on these web series, man. Like, it's so crazy. I mean, we we hung out back in the day in high school. Me, you, Zach, Marcel, yep. Gravy, all Marcel, the all yep. all the the homies, man. G Ray, wow. yeah. Yeah. Playing Yu-Gi-Oh, drinking Miller Genuine Draft, and pissing off Zach's mom. That was our... Wow. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh, bro. Our Yu-Gi-Oh battles would get so serious. Friendships would be lost over Yu-Gi-Oh, and then, like, regained again, and then lost again over Yu-Gi-Oh battles. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we would get hot over Yu-Gi-Oh, man. 
mostly Gary. I remember Gary got so mad when we played for decks that he lost. He went out in the backyard and buried his deck so nobody could have his cards. Oh my god, <laughs> he's such a sore loser, bro. When we play like N64 and we're playing Smash Brothers, like he can't take it. Like, <laughs> like he'll lose, and like he's just as bad as Sid was when he'll throw his goddamn controller like out the window, <laughs> and it's like game over. Like literally, we can't do nothing. You know, like, like now we can't play anymore. Yeah, like, broke the whole thing. Guess we don't know who won. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, but I mean, even back then, I always knew Danny was going to be a star because uh, I'm not sure if Zach or JR, if you've seen Blarg Wars, but um, it was a infamous five high school video and, and Danny was Darth Plom. Oh was, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't was, remember this. Yo, Dude. I Darth forgot Plum. about that. Oh my God. Where it all started. It was Shula Palooza. I remember I saw the video when I was like a kid because it was before I was in high school and Danny was Darth Plum and he was a Sith Lord and was showing off his ninja techniques with his lightsabers and shit. And just <laughs> murking oh God. His, fir his first major role, Darth yeah, Plum. Dude, it all started. It's where it all yeah. started. No, but seriously, man, like what? I'm so curious about your journey. Like how'd you end up where you are? What, what was the inspiration? What steps did you take? Oh man, dude, it was, uh, I don't know, man. It started when... I was living in California for a little bit, you know, and, uh, you know, my wife, Leah, you know, she was like motivating me to do something different. I don't know. I tried soccer, like just cause I was just bored, you know? Mm -hmm. And she was just like, you know, just try to go, go to like an open mic or something and just like voice spill your shit out, you know? And I was like, mm -hmm. all right. So I wrote like a five minute thing, went out, did it, you know? And it just kind of spiraled. Like I fell in love with me immediately, you know? Mm -hmm. And as soon as I got on stage, got the whiff of laughter, you know, and uh, just being able to like write material that day, perform it that night. And it was like a thrill, you know? So mm -hmm. from there, dude, it just like, I just kept doing it like every night, you know? And then eventually you get invited to more shows and more shows. And then they put you on another show. And, uh, and that's when I was like, you know, I got to move to LA, man. Cause that's, that's where it's popping, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I said, the first time I got a check for, for doing this, I'll move. And like the fifth time doing it, they were like, hey, we'll pay you, you know, ticket sales after you're done performing at this one night showcase or something on air. I forgot what club. Oh, Laugh Unlimited in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got a check and I'm like, All right, I got to do this, man. Like, this has got to be something, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, I did it. And here we are, man. On Hop Heroes, talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's fun, bro. Like, I can't. You know, I can't imagine not doing it like uh, it's fun. It's like creative. You get to like new, you know, create new ideas, meet new friends, doing the same yeah. shit, grinding, you know. So, yeah, yeah. it's fun, yeah. bro. You're an inspiration to all of us, bro. That's, yeah, fucking that's dope, awesome, bro. man. That's sick. Congratulations yes, on, on the family, the the success, man. And, and hopefully tons more of it coming for you, man. That's awesome. Starting Thanks, bro. Ground. That's that's so cool. And you got yes, that's, my <laughs> that's my boy. That's my boy. That's my man. Dope, man. Dope. Well, uh, with Danny on the episode, you know, we, we wanted to talk something uh, that Danny was interested in. And um, of all the topics, you know, Attack on Titan is something that I think all of us are a little bit passionate about. It's a anime show started as a manga, one of the most successful manga comics um, in yep. history. And uh, just if you haven't seen it, you know, we're going to break down what it is. But you, you got to. It's, it's unlike anything else I've ever seen in my life. Um, but you know, as always, we gotta, gotta have a drink for the episode. So, uh, Danny's go-to drink is Guinness. So we busting out the Guinness stout. Um, yeah. everybody's got their beers. Woo -woo. So, uh, let's, let's pour it up. Let's take a sip. I'm gonna get the nose here a little bit. 
Let me get let me get this fresh pour. Oh, he said the, the nose pour, like man. we're drinking Pinot Noir or something. <laughs> yeah, dog. Beer has nose. Everything's hey, got We're nose, professionals man. here, bro. Orange Damn. juice has a nose, dog. Mm. Sorry, I had the wrong side of the glass. <laughs> the wrong side of the glass. <laughs> Danny Smith. Danny's sniffing the bottle. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm like out of my game right now. This is you guys are on another level, bro. <laughs> no, we just pretend to be. You know, fake it till you make it. Right. So what? Uh, what? What smells are you guys getting? Anything sticking out to you? Uh, beer. Yeah. Uh- yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the same thing. Just some hot. I, I gotta say that before we started recording, Jordan and I got into a discussion about whether it makes a difference if you pour the beer into a glass or if you keep it in the bottle. It wasn't. And I said it doesn't it make a difference. It was an education. If you keep it in the bottle or exactly. pour it in the glass. And so I, I poured it in the glass because I wanted to see if it actually made a difference. And I will say that the smell changes because when I'm smelling in the glass, I smell like beer and glass essentially. Yeah. And then What's when I pour it. Like? <laughs> It smells like hot sand. <laughs> and and then w- when I pour it in this, I get like more of a uh, almost like a floral, like a floral scent. Yeah. Like kind of. Yeah. Kind of like a spring, which is weird because this is a stout. It's a dark beer, yeah. but I still smell like. So it opens flour. up for you. Kind of. Does it open up? Yeah, maybe it does. Maybe it does make a difference. I've, I've been taking Elsa Jordan all week, so I might as well just keep this trend going. Why yeah, not bro. stop now? <laughs> Call the Seahawks draft picks, man. I'm ba- I was basically John Schneider this week. So. Uh, yeah, describe, no, I, I, describe floral. What is that, Zach? Um, like it smells kind of like. It kind of smells like. <laughs> Can you spell that for me, please? <laughs> Can you use that in a sentence? Um, it's it smells like uh like if you were walking in on a spring day. Why'd you and you weren't this? like you didn't have the flower like right up to your nose, but you were just in a room full of like spring like flowers, like lilacs and uh, that type of shit. It smells like flowers, kind of, but not like uh, potent. It's it's like a distant flower smell. Okay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be That's wary of the questions you ask Zach because he will answer it in the most ridiculous way. <laughs> You're either walking okay. through a meadow or there's a sunset over a hillside. You're walking in the meadow and then the sun sets. Yeah. And then the, and then the <laughs> rain kind of like. starts glazing your skin. Bro, it smells word. like a sunset. It smells uh, like a sunset. No, I, I definitely get some. I get a little bit of like bitter coffee. Um, yeah, me too. And... Uh, that's a good. That's a safe bet. Just say me too when everybody says something. And yeah, I smell that too. Uh, barley. I think I got a little bit of barley in there. There's some kind of grain. But uh, chocolate. You don't taste any chocolate. Definitely, definitely some. That's like yeah, like a really bitter chocolate for sure. Okay. Okay. For some reason, I feel like stouts are always going to be heavier than they actually are. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like it. I mean, it's a stout, and I taste that bitterness and that chocolatey, but it's it's not like thick. It's it's like smooth, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the consistency of it, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, you feel like it's gonna be almost like a malt, like a milkshake, and it ends up being just like same consistency as beer, but uh, just has a little bit more sweetness to it and a little more alcohol percentage. Typically, this one's five point six. Hey. Um. So just a little uh, history on Guinness. You know, it was uh, originated in ni- seventeen fifty nine in Arthur Guinness's Brewery in Dublin, Ireland. Um, in seven fifty seventeen fifty nine. Uh, Arthur signed a 9,000-year lease to take over a brewery, an empty brewery, for 45 euros a year. So basically, whoever the fuck was that real estate agent uh, probably thought they were getting their money, but 45 euros a year isn't shit now. 
Um, <laughs> 9,000 uh, year lease? Yeah, it was a record lease. It was up to 9,000, so they could break it at any time, but it was like 9,000 years, which is like the longest term lease. So if basically they put themselves in a corner. So like in 3,000 years, he's still paying 45 euros a fucking year for a, <laughs> for a brewery. So <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Obviously, he could brew some beer, but he had some negotiation skills too. Um, throughout the majority of their history, they've only made three types of beer, uh, single stout, double stout, and extra stout. Um, but it's still maintained as one of the most popular beers in the world. It's still the highest grossing um, alcoholic beverage in Ireland to this day. Um, so it's not just a stick that it's Irish. It's definitely the Irish. They do love it. Um, the flavor, it says here, derives from malted barley and roasted barley. And they blend aged brew with fresh brew um, to give it like a sharp lactic acid. That's what's supposed to give it its tang, like a little bit of a bite. Mm. And uh, it's always had like a signature creamy head. We saw JR pour his right down the middle of the glass and they had that big fuzzy creamy head up there. Um, and that comes from mixing the beer with nitrogen and carbon dioxide. So that's why it kind of, mm. you ever had cold brew um, or yeah. like a nitrogen infused cold brew it has like that foamy yeah, uh, kind of crisp bite. Yeah. So Guinness kind of originated that too. So um, if on the logo, it has a harp and the harp is a kind of representation mm. of uh, the resistance against the crown. <laughs> it was something that the Irish, like an Irish pride symbol. Uh, the Celtic, Celtic harp was banned because they were using it as some form of resistance in music and everything like that. And so it stays on there as kind of a representation of Irish pride. So Hell yeah. We Irish today. Hell yeah, man. It's going to be great. <laughs> that was more Scottish, I think. But, yeah. Uh, they, I'm surprised the most popular drink isn't Jameson. Well, like, I, I'm kind of surprised it's not Irish whiskey. I mean, I knew Guinness was popular, but I just felt like Irish whiskey would have taken the edge. But I feel like if you're just like... Beer is typically going to be more drinkable, you know, to like a yeah. wide variety of people. Um, yeah. You got to be going ham if you want to just yeah. be pounding It's It's more of a, or... a social drink, right? So when you walk into the pub, you're like, let mm-hmm. me get a Guinness. Everybody's chit-chatting. And then that way by the, yeah. by the 10th beer, they're like, oh. Instead of just like grabbing a Jameson and just getting like tanked get <laughs> on a Tuesday do you think, night. Do you think they ready. actually drink? Do you actually think they drink uh, Jameson in Ireland? Or is that like their like the Walmart version to them? Yeah, see, that's what, what I thought Guinness was gonna be. I thought Guinness was gonna be just like advertised, but like it's actually the real deal. Jameson, that's a good point. I have no idea if it's like advertised as Irish or if they fucking just actually love it over there. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. either. No, but idea. I kind of I don't know. I feel like I if I was gonna bet on it, I would bet that Jameson's legit. Well, how could you? I, I love Jameson. I mean, it's it's not like it's shitty. It's good. Yeah. I so. guess yeah. we're just gonna have to fly there like and it. do an episode and find out. Let's do a live episode in Ireland. We'll, we'll, reporting from, <laughs> reporting to you live, Hop Heroes in Ireland. Plum, you're more than welcome to join, bro. You started the trend, so we're doing it. Um, that'd be a fucking great trip. Uh, this is actually the first time I've ever drank Guinness straight. I've only had Guinness in Irish car bombs. <laughs> so I've always only chugged it with a shot of Bailey's dropped in the middle of it. So oh, this wow. is my first time actually uh, drinking it. And I like it. Uh, it's definitely it's more crisp good. than I thought. I, I thought it'd be like dessert. But it's not. It's got it's got more bite to it than that, and yeah, I enjoy it. Can't go wrong with five point six percent alcohol at noon. Honestly. Hell yeah, you know. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to get the blood flowing. Um, all right, so that's our beverage, and then our topic of choice is Attack on Titan. So, Danny is something you're passionate about. Uh, Zach, something that you're obviously you, know, you got your fist to your chest right now. <laughs> 
Where's the jacket, uh, Zach? Where's the jacket, man? Seriously, bro. <laughs> bro, it's on the way. All right. So how about uh, Scout JR, Squad Regiment reporting JR, for duty? God damn it. Jr. Normally breaks down the synopsis and the history of it, um, and he can he can throw some in there. But I feel like Zach, you want to talk us through about what Attack on Titan is, and then maybe you and Danny can go back and forth on, you know, the story. I have I have some facts. I got some. Let me let me get to my facts. Uh, so. Um, Attack on Titan was written and illustrated by Hijimi Isayama. Mm. Um, so it's uh, uh, it's it's similar to um, the dude that did Hellboy. Remember how we were so impressed that he wrote and illustrated it? Yeah. Um, Mike same same superhero type of effort here. This guy writes it and illustrates it, Whoa. Um, which is uh, super impressive. Um, he says he got the inspiration from a computer game where aliens were attacking Earth as a kid. Um, he also took the inspira- took inspiration. Um, because he grew up on a farm and, uh, while growing up on a farm, he came to the realization that all living things need nutrition from other living things to survive. And so that's how he got the idea of Titans eating people, um, similar to how people eat, um, you know, chickens or whatever, or whatever. Um, so it was what, first published. What's sorry, up? Well, what, I guess people don't probably know what Attack on Titan is. So if you're talking about Titans eating people, they might not know what that oh, means. Oh, all right. Let me start with that. Yeah. So <laughs> Attack on Titan is about a um, a, a world, essentially, a, a society that has to live behind these walls. They can't live in the open world because um, in the open world, there are these monsters called Titans. And they're essentially these, I mean, they kind of look like people sometimes, but they're very kind of weird off looking and they're huge like giants and they run around and they eat people um and so they society has always lived behind these walls to protect them from the titans but um they're starting to kind of run out of resources they're very cramped you know society keeps growing in population but there's not more room to expand because the walls are the size of the walls um and so our story really starts with the main character um edin uh, living in a certain part of you know these this walled society, and that wall gets essentially a hole kicked in it by what looks like at the time a god, maybe like just this huge monster who's like ends up you know being another titan, and then and then titans rush in um, to that society and start just decimating decimating everybody. Um, there are there's a military. Um, the military is broken out into different branches. There's the cadet. Core, which um, essentially goes out and kind of th- most of their missions are outside of the walls. Um, there's the military police who they're more kind of almost like secret service, like government, more government officials. They stay within the walls and they do whatever the government you know tells them to do. There's the um, there's another one. There's a General Picks is what's what's his his the regiment corps or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's another there's another military branch, but I'm not like too sure what exactly that one does. I I think I think they 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 guard the walls themselves. Like they walk on the the walls, and they're the ones with the cannons and stuff. Like the Night's Watch. Kinda, yeah. But if it was a Night's Watch, I would think it, it would be the cadet, the cadet corps, um, or the uh, the ones that go out the scouts? outside of the wall. Scouts. The scouts, yeah, yeah the scout corps. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, so th- so there's, I mean, there's kind of a lot going on. So you have these military branches, you have this government who's governed by a king, you have a main character named Eren, and in the first episode, you know, some gnarly shit happens. Then you have a, f- a slew of characters around him. You have um, Armin, uh, who's like one of Eren's best friends. Um, you have, um, uh, who's the dopest? Why can't I think of her name? Mikasa. 
Mikasa. Mikasa. Yeah. We have Mikasa. Aaron's sister, right? Who is no, 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 not his sister. Step not his sister. Or something. Uh well Well not not blood sister, but they're yeah. not, he like, they grew up together. He like rescued yeah. her. They grew up right? together. Well, his family rescued her her. Right. Like yeah, she yeah, like yeah. lived with him for a while. Yeah. And they're not related though. Um and Loki, I think Mikasa loves him. Um, yeah, um, Loki. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> that's a hard man, right? Heike, Mikasa loves him. <laughs> and then you have, like, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should. I don't know how deep I want to go into the characters because I feel like I could be here all day. You have General Levi. You have uh, my boy. You have, yeah, you have just a bunch of people, like a bunch of key characters. Some of some of them are in the military. I guess a, a core concept to understand is that um, when this first happens, when the Titan kicks a hole in the wall, Eden, Mikasa, and Armin are are children essentially and then because of that they end up surviving the, the initial attack and then they decide to join the military um and so you know with doing that they meet a bunch of people and the whole concept is kind of just this idea of survival humanity is trying to survive within these walls while they're constantly under threat constantly under danger outside of the walls and also there's this mysterious things going on as in there's the titans there's certain titans that are intelligent that seem to be directly attacking the humans um How'd I do? That Overview. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo, young chap. Fantastic. Yeah. It's a, it's, it, it's a lot. So um, that's kind of a, as best I can with nutshell. And that's just scratching the surface of like the first yeah, couple episodes. Yeah. Just so. barely scratching yeah. the surface because there's so much going on. Yeah, cause, um, cause you, so, the, so obviously this is, a, this is a, um, an anime, but uh, originally it was a manga. The manga was published um, September 9th, 2009. Um, it's currently at 28 volumes. It has over 90 million volumes in print right now. It's the most popular manga of all time. Damn. Um, uh, uh, fun little fact. Isayama, the writer and the uh, uh, illustrator, credits real people for many of the designs of his titans. Um, he credits the design of the armored titan after Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and uh, he credits the design of Eden's titan. After um, Japanese mixed martial artist Yushin Okami, um, so that's my list of facts. That's right. that's kind of where we're at. All right. Um, okay. So yeah. Well, that's the end of the episode, folks. Ooh. So I hope you enjoyed it's it. Been real. Uh, Thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a good day. Uh, so, so Danny, what uh, what's your reason for loving Attack on Titan? How's it connect to you, man? Dude, it was a uh, it was a badass anime, man. I mean. I watched a lot, like from Naruto to um, Sword Art Online. You know, you got all these different type of animes, but like Attack on Titan is like raw. You know, like they don't hold back, like with the bloody stuff, with the action. Um, I liked season one and season two, but this most recent season definitely hit the mark for me. It was just so, mm, interesting. it was dope, man. They had like, it was more action, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, things started to unfold. Like season one and two was kind of like a, like a secret game like everyone was, wasn't trying to say shit you know it was all like oh man what's happening what's going on and they would just be like i don't know but don't worry you'll find out and it's like the whole season you know <laughs> yeah. so mm-hmm. but uh season three was dope because then you start knowing what happened and is aaron's dad a bad guy is he not a bad guy like what happened right so mm-hmm. i think uh for me it connects because it's just like man dude like it's a good like story um i'm always up for a good story but if that story matches with like the action, then that, that does it for me, you know? Yeah. Um, you got really badass characters like Levi and especially, yeah, in, yeah right? This, the new season was dope because they had 
it showed Levi's like mentor, which was even yep. cooler, right? And then you got uh, you know, Mikasa, she's always dope too. You know, yeah. she's um although even though she's got like some type of Game of Thrones thing going on with Aaron, you know. Like <laughs> Game of Thrones things like incest, is that what you're like talking incest, about? yeah, like They're not, not related, really, dog. Right. But come on, those Japanese man, they know how to make it like <laughs> But uh no, nah, it was good, man. I like it a lot. That's why I'm like you know, excited to talk about it because yeah, man. Yeah, so did you ever read the manga or just the show? No, just the show. Just the show. Zach, you read any of the mangas? No, nah, just the show. Jr. Just I took. I always try to read like the first couple, you know, pages, just because. Yeah. I think it's important to see from the uh, the actual book to the how they translate it, but. Yeah, just a little. I mean, I always get a little confused with manga all the time. You know, when I read it, I know you start back to front and. Um, and it's always black and white, but yeah, it's you know it's it's actually a really intense book. I mean the the art itself is very it's got a lot of um, sharp and really rugged and, and like you know the features are just so grotesque at times. You know, like there's no mm-hmm. there's no like there's no softness to Attack on Titan. It's a, it's a legit violent book and. Um, and it kind of translated that they translated that in the into the into the show. I mean, I watched two seasons in less than a week. So I mean, what does that tell you? And uh, yeah, I mean, I watched that probably a lot faster than I did um, that one other episode we did. Sailor with Moon. Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, don't hate on Sailor Moon, man. That, <laughs> that, that, that took forever to get to three. So I mean, it, bro, Jr. did not like Sailor Moon at not all. Not a fan. This guy, <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. It was at all. awful. So, and I, it, it's it, it's just I, I do love Attack on Titan. Uh, I know I you know sent out you know some stuff via Slack you know talking about who the freaking hero is in this show because there's so many characters coming at you at so many different levels, but yet you're still understanding the story because they do a lot of flashbacks, right? So you're just getting the backstories with flashbacks and. Um, but the book is similar for sure, and you know that was a fun, fun little, just a quick little, you know, read through. Nothing, it's not hard to read, so you can fly through them. So, would would you say the art in the book translates um, well in the anime? Like, is the anime art style very similar? I to would the, say the art in the book? it's a little bit like the art in the book is way harder. Like, it's so many, like it's so jagged, and it's so, um, hmm. like it's almost like it's it's almost kid like in in the book. Like a kid just went. You know, and just like uh, people who can't see me, do move my hands really quickly, um, and just kind of like chicken scratch almost, but yet with you know with with eyes and teeth and blood and mm-hmm. you know at, at mm-hmm. times and um, like there it's it's beautiful, but not. It kind of reminds me like if you guys read Sad Man, you know, versus like maybe like a, a different like a Marvel artist or somebody, you know what I mean? Like Sandman's art was so like background you know it's so jagged mm-hmm. but uh goes with a great story so it's kind of like that but the it's it sort of trend I, I think they kind of polished it up in the in the show i see yeah word yeah okay cool so they did a good job translating the storyline like it was pretty yeah pretty i mean well kept i i was like almost i think they split it up into three or four <laughs> books the first like season you know and sometimes you know they match season for book you know uh mm-hmm season one season book one but this one i think they there was like three to f- i think it went up to like four that if they ma- they matched all of season one in so you know I, I only got to see maybe the first couple of episodes on 
the uh, the first book, but yeah, it's pretty close. They do a really good job oh, with man. manga. Yeah, with that yeah. translation, they always have. Dude, yeah, and, and I uh, I actually got recommended this this show from uh, my bartender when I was I'd go to El Gaucho back in Tacoma. Shout out to Johnny Bond. Uh, he was uh, best best bartender I've ever had, and he was he was my homie, and he he recommended the show to me and Sammy, and so we watched it that night, and. I, I have been up and down on anime. Um, you know, I never really got into DBZ as much as, like, Zach or, you know, Danny, like, everybody else did. Like, I, I watched episodes, and I was always entertained, but I could never get past, like, the – just the dialogue of just, like, describing their emotions and, like, what they're thinking, like, for, like, 15 minutes every time there's, like, a standoff or something. Like, I just never – I never could get through that, and they don't that – that still happens, you know, in Attack on Titan. And so I didn't know uh, if I was going to really love it as much as everybody else loved it. But then when I first saw the Titan come and uh, I think it was he, it was Aaron's mother. Yeah, bro. Episode one. Season one, episode yeah. one. So this fucking <laughs> thing comes around and it's like when you see these Titans, like it's like something out of a horror movie. Like it's this giant, like it says humanoid, but their mouth is super like wide open like their gums are super exaggerated and their teeth are and their, their eyes are like squinty and like they look like just like a very weirdly exaggerated detailed human being and it looks just fucking terrifying and it looks like this smiling giant with this huge teeth and gums is walking towards and grabs Aaron's <laughs> mom and fucking just eats her in front of him and it's like oh my god like this is gonna be fucking like give me like chills like it was so dark and just i remember seeing that for the first time season one episode one and and what's funny is that you know before that happens i feel like they spend a decent amount of time like making you care for the mom like the mom is just so sweet she's Mm -hmm. like oh no it's gonna be okay oh no like it's fine i'm just gonna cook and clean in the kitchen like i'm gonna be like i don't know sound like mrs doubtfire dude yeah that's not what she sounds like but i I, I, they spend it they spend a decent amount of narrative like investment hoping that the audience invests in that character and and it worked for me i was like oh she's very kind-hearted and lovable character and then at the end when she gets like eaten in half in front of her son I remember like sitting back and being like, holy fuck, I'm in for a goddamn ride here. This is yep. going to be crazy, dude, because it's just so dark and, and you can see like how Aaron reacts to it. It's just so devastating. And man, and, and I'm not used to seeing that type of devastation in anime. Like, I think that was the first time when I was just like, oh, damn, they don't give a fuck. Like, they'll do they'll, this. This show is like Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's like the anime Game of Thrones out for here. Real, like, they're, they're killing real, everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that was like a moment for me. And it happens and it's cool because it happens season one, episode one where, you know, you, and then you're hooked. You're like, all right, well, got to get through this, you know? Yeah. I read that Isayama, he was submitting like he was always wanting to do manga and he was like submitting to contests like throughout high school, like as a kid. And then uh, he was submitting this attack on Titan and like it was getting rejected or getting yeah. like people were saying like you should probably make a couple of tweaks to it. So it's more like widely acceptable to audiences and everything. And he was just like. Nah, I'm gonna keep submitting yeah. until somebody gets what I'm trying to say here. And finally, it was received. I think it was, he was in the Kaiushu Designer. I don't know how to pronounce Gaukin, G A U K E N, Gaukin. I don't know. But he finally found its home and uh, and won an award for it. And then it just fucking obviously took off from there. But yeah, I totally agree. It's so different than anything else I've ever seen. Like it doesn't hold back, and it's got that Game of Thrones sense to like nobody's safe. Like you never mm-hmm. know who's yeah. gonna fucking die. And I think mm-hmm. that's everybody's on edge. Um, and then when he joins the military and it exposes the military's like plan of attack and the weapons they use, like that was the coolest 
instrument I've ever seen. Like, I don't remember. What are they called? The hip things they wear with the the wires and everything? I don't know what they're called, but they're like these gas-powered, grappling, like, wire hooky things with, like, replenishable sword blades that, like, they just, like, yeah, I mean... It's I don't know. Genius. I forgot what, what the system is called, but it's so sick. Dude. It's something that they, because uh, like, so like the Titans only weak point is the nape, like back of their neck. So like, and these things are giant, so they can't just go head to head with them. Like they have to get up in the air and slash the back of the neck with a sword. And the only way to do that is they have these like, yeah, these hip like balancing grapple wires, gas power that just shoot onto trees, shoot onto buildings. And so it looks like they're always just gliding in midair and they can like just like shoot and up changing direction yeah yeah they look like there's like acrobats like swiftly like just jumping from point to point and then like trying to swing around titans and then like the titans are like they're super slow sometimes so they'll move their arm and like catch a wire and like throw them into the ground and kill them and like oh man that was just the cool and like in the commercial breaks like it has like a little like scientific like picture of the equipment and how it actually works in reality like how it's like feasible to be like real and stuff and like just <laughs> so fucking cool like that was that was what hooked me in after that after seeing the darkness but then seeing how they plan on fighting back with it i was in plus the characters i mean yeah they didn't hold back they didn't hold Not back at for all. sure no no How we doing, everybody? It's your favorite podcast host, Jordan, just checking in here. Just want to let you guys know this episode is brought to you by Action City Comics in Federal Way, Washington. A big supporter of the show and will be the venue of our first live event uh, with details for that coming here shortly. Um, but just want to drop a few things for Action City. Uh, they got graded and non-graded Silver Age comics right now, um, wall book keys and variants. They have a red tag half-off sale currently going on books and toys. Hellboy and Dark Phoenix TPs for movies, subscription boxes, new releases every single Wednesday, and you can follow Action City Comics on Facebook and Instagram. Um, they also have free comic book day coming May 4th, uh, so there is comics and they're free. And rumor has it, we might have a couple of hop heroes in the flesh to say hi. So please, please, please go see Doug at Action City Comics. You won't regret it. All right, thanks for listening, and here's the rest of the episode. And so, okay, so the, the Titans come in, they join the military, they're fighting, and then there's just this huge underlying conspiracy. So, like, what is the deal behind all that? Like, what what are they? What's going on behind the scenes that people are confused about? And and I've only seen season one and two. Jr. seen season one and two. You guys have both seen all three. So spoilers, spoilers arrive. You can say whatever you want to say. Like, what's the deal? What's going on with the conspiracy? From this point forward, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, you should watch it before you move forward because this is spoiler. <laughs> spoiler city. Pause uh, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's dive in. What's going on? What's what's the deal? Because there, there's like the the church that built the walls. There's people, maybe Titans in the walls. Like, what's what's happening? Danny, you want to take this, or you want me to go first? Because I think I spoiled a little bit early in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, uh, My listeners. Bad. <laughs> so that's what we do um, here. We spoil shit. It's all good. They'll they'll be fine. We're hop spoilers. Um, okay, so man, so where to start? So the first big kind of reveal is that Aaron, arguably the main character, uh, is actually a Titan. Um, that's something that happens towards the end of season one, um, and then. Uh, the next reveal is that Annie, who is also kind of a cadet in the same class of Airden, is, you know, essentially as they're training in the military, is a Titan as well. Yeah. Um, so I have a question so, about that before you move forward. So 
so Annie knew she was a Titan. Aaron didn't, right? He kind of found out yes. by, by surprise. So yes, are they special Titans because they can turn back and forth, or are they like the same as all the other ones? No, they're special Titans because okay. they can turn back and forth. So they can turn. Um, into and titans. there's what? So they can turn into Titans, or they can be like just regular humans. Yes, okay. they can. They can do both. That's called Titan power, and um, that actually gets explained a little bit more in season three. Um, but so essentially, in, at the end of season one. That's the big reveal. Like, oh, shit, people can be titans. That's crazy. And then they end up fighting. Um, Eden ends up winning. Annie goes into, like, what at the time looks like some random crystal. And then that's impenetrable. And she just kind of disappears from the story. And that was the um, dopest part of season one, I think, is when I think it was the Annie, like, bit, like, put Aaron in her mouth and was trying to, like, get away with him in her mouth. So like, yeah. kidnap him or something. And then and, Le- and fucking and Levi Mikasa, bro. And Can we Mikasa. take a pause and just talk about how freaking savage Mikasa is? Yes. She is the most savage character. I think of. she is like a cold blooded assassin, bro. <laughs> She's just like, she like comes at Annie and she just slices her jaw open. Like just, and then Annie's jaw opens and she's like, yup, let me get my boy. I'm out. I kind of, so let me take, I just want to say Eden is so annoying oh I for real for real Not, right I can't I'll you on that one. stand him bro he's every single scene he's just like i'm not worth it i can't do anything ah. and then Jesus. like whenever there's danger he just runs directly into it putting yeah. everybody around him who cares about him in danger too because they're like oh Episode three, gotta save Eden. Episode six, <laughs> gotta save Eden again. Episode nine, gotta save Eden again because he's a fucking idiot. He keeps just running into shit. Mm-hmm. Mikasa's full time job is to just keep him safe. And yeah, she loves it. it, and she loves. She's it. great at it. Like for some reason, she likes this dude. I don't. I'm like, bro, Mikasa. Like, there's other men in the world. Like, hit me up. But I, I feel like uh, Mikasa is like just, just just saves this dude all the time, and he doesn't deserve her. Like she's. I don't know that I, I hate him. He's so annoying. So he Zach's fucking... Zach's jealous as shit about uh, Mikasa's love for Aaron. And uh, <laughs> it's Bro, I'm just saying, like, that, as, as every some other... men don't need saving. <laughs> Did that Mikasa? get you riled up when he, when he had to like carry her on his back? Like at the end of ep- uh, season two, did that like make you a little jealous? Because when he had to like, he was so close to her and, and carrying her to safety. Was that like your moment of like, I want to kill this idiot? He's like, no, I just don't think he deserves to touch her ever. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) I think he always reacts. He's either crying or he's yelling. Like that's like the two errands and they're both. He's so, he's so like self-loathing all the time. Like he's just such a like cry baby. He thinks he's like honorable, but he's really just a martyr. Like he's just like, what was me? I have to do this because I'm weak and yada, yada. And then, yeah, he always gets his ass kicked when he's a Titan. And then eventually like when he did fight the armor Titan though, that was pretty dope. When he was in Titan like, yeah, Oh, right. that I mean, shit was sick. When he had him in the... Yeah. yeah. He lost so, season okay, two. So, yeah, so let's get to season two. So so the big reveal is that Aiden is a Titan. Annie's a Titan. They fight. Aiden wins. Um, well, Annie actually wins. And then Mikasa saves him. Um, that's going to be a theme throughout the rest of history. Um, and um, season two comes. And the big reveal is that uh, more people from the Cadet Corps are also Titans. So, um, fuck, what's his name? Uh... The dude after Brock Lesnar. Reiner. I forgot his Reiner. character name. Reiner? Yeah. Reiner? Reiner. Reiner, yeah. Reiner is a Titan, and, and he's actually the armored Titan who helped kind of open the, the hole in the wall in the first place. And then his other his other friend... Um, Birdholt. Birdholt. Yeah. yeah. Birdholt. Hoover. Birdholt. Birdholt. <laughs> <laughs> he was the Colossal Titan, right? He's, yeah, yeah. He's, the, he's the Colossal Titan, which is the dude that actually... Um, 
the open god, the hole. The giant god. Yeah, thing. the giant yeah. god. Um, so they they find that out, and and then they you know capture Eden, uh, of course, and then the um scout regiment you know mounts this this pretty epic uh rescue mission. There's also oh in the second season you also meet um Historia. Um, and so Historia is this, this girl who kind of seems, she's very kind and, and, and loving and nice, but she seems like she's not very good at fighting and she's kind of being protect, protected by, um, another character named, um, Urim. Yeah. Urim. Uh, and she is also a Titan. So the, so one thing to note is that all the, these Titans have like unique properties. So, um, uh, the armor Titan is, you know, armored obviously super strong uh, stout the colossal titan is just huge um and uh what's her name yermin i think it's y-r-i-m like urim or something like that your urin's titan is small but agile and has like super sharp sharp claws and sharp teeth um so these are all titans and uh yermin is is essentially protecting historia um historia and edin get stolen by the colossal titan and the armored titan um, the scout regiment led by uh, uh, Captain er- Erwin, um, also a savage, mounts this mounts this rescue mission. Erwin is is so sick, dude. He's such a beast. The only command he ever gives is advance. That's it. You notice that? Like any command he like, whenever they're like Erwin, what what should we do here? There's never ever 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 an answer that's not advance. He's always just like go forward. Forward march, forward march, forward march. I'm just like he's dude. got his Ooh. arm bitten in by a titan, getting dragged off. And, and then like, what does he say as he's being dragged <laughs> off with his arm in the titan mouth? He's like, "Advance!" Yeah. That's that what blonde hair power. At? That's that blonde hair power right there, that man. Blonde hair power. Amen to that. Yeah, brother. that guy's a beast. But so so then they they try to rescue uh, Eden and Historia. Um, Historia doesn't really want to leave, uh, and then ultimately she ends up leaving with the with the scout regiment. Um, Eden, you know, there's a big battle. Eden and Mikasa. Uh, Eden finds out that he can actually control Titans. Yeah, he's, when he's the, not he's in the, his the, Titan form. The he coordinate or so, whatever. So there's something about Eden that is important that we still don't necessarily know because right. the fact that he can turn into a Titan, yeah, that's cool. But other people can turn into a Titan, and on top of that, all the other Titans around him just want Eden. Like they're all really interested in getting Eden. And also Historia now, but um, and we're and not, not entirely killing sure him, like why. Kidnapping him? No, right? no, like, capturing him. Yeah. Like they're trying to capture him and bring him back to some some place. Um, we find out a little bit more about that in season three, but I guess now I can pause for questions. I've been talking a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll go first. So uh, I guess do we ever figure out what happened? Because like, and the, there's always flashbacks to Aaron and his dad, like in the cellar of their house, like this chest, Bruh. he has a key around his neck. And like, do we find that out in season three with the keys for, I'd say it's foggy, but we get more information. Okay. Um, where the fuck was Levi at in season two? Cause like Levi was a fucking savage in season one, fucking up Annie and fucking up all these Titans. And then season two, he's just like back at the castle and the fucking walls, like just talking with like, Fucking Levi Levi doesn't play a huge role in season two, but if if you could rename season three, I would call it 
uh, Levi, <laughs> the Levi season. Yeah, Dale, for you, sure. You just made me moist in my pants, so that makes me <laughs> love, for season love season Mo- three. Bro. Most of the season is about Levi, season three. He's a badass. I thought he was the one that cut Annie's jaw open. Was that Mikasa? No, that was Mikasa. Did he just fuck up Annie at one point? Because I know he had one scene where he just like went off, and I thought that was it. But When does he not go off? It's Levi. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's just <laughs> but here's the question. Here's the question. Who wins in a fight to the death, Mikasa or Levi? Levi. Okay, I think one vote. As in right now, yeah. I mean, you got to give Mikasa time, you know? But like a few years, for sure, Mikasa is going to dominate. I kind of, she is fresh in the game, I guess. Yeah, I kind of like her. She's got more rage. She's got more. Seems like she's got more. I, yeah, I, I I'm kind of surprised that it's it's such an easy consensus to Levi. I thought for sure that it was going to be because I'm not so certain. I honestly, I mean, I think Dan has a good point though. I mean, right now, probably Levi because Levi's just such a like cold, experienced like warrior. Um, but I do think Mikasa is on this like. I mean, she's so young, and she's still she's already just like a savage. Yeah, you know, in a couple years, she's just gonna be like the just a I mean something that we've never seen before in the show. So I, I love me I love Mikasa. I think Mikasa is is one of my you, favorite, maybe my favorite character. <laughs> can, can I just yeah. can I ask one question? Why why Armin is still alive? <laughs> Fuck Armin, dude. <laughs> dude, I. Here's why. Here's why. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I honestly think that Attack on Titan is like the Japanese anime Game of Thrones. I have I have a list of all the similarities between this show and Game of Thrones. And since today, you know, it's Game of Thrones season, season eight, I think we should talk about it. So Eden is the cryberry the crybaby Jon Snow. <laughs> he is. I don't like that. Armin is Sam. Mmm. And okay. that's why, because he, he's like the he's like the brains of the operation. Yeah. Like he's not a good warrior. Is that Tyrion? Nah, nah, he's not Tyrion. Because Tyrion is clever and like a little bit like has like more of an edge. Yeah, he knows Sam it. Sam and yeah. Armin are like so innocent. They're just like guys. Maybe we should think about it differently because I've studied Titans for X amount of years, and like I feel like that he, there's just like a I don't know. He's he's like the brains. He has ideas and stuff. Okay. That's that's like his purpose. Um. Historia is Daenerys Targaryen. Ah, okay. You see? I like that. Because she starts off as, like, nobody, and then, spoiler alert, at the end of season three, she becomes the queen, because she's actually uh, part of the royal family, and so, and and as the queen, she, like, deals the killing blow to, like, this, like, the the final enemy, and everybody sees her do it, and then, like, they're like, you're the chosen one, the queen, and she's like, and before that battle, she tells, uh, Irwin that she has to be the one that deals the, the killing blow or else it's not going to work. And so everybody like held back and let her do it so that people could see. So she like g- gained power. Um, Edwin uh, is Ned Stark. Okay. Yeah. That's like a season three thing. He's about to get executed in season three. Oh, God damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mi- Mi- Mikasa is Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And Levi is I don't really know I don't know who Levi is. Jamie I Lannister think maybe that maybe the Hound. Jamie Lannister is fucking his sister though. No, Levi is a uh, <laughs> is a uh, what's the little sister's name in Game of Thrones? Ar- oh, Arya. Arya, yeah. dude, yes. There it yes. is. Yeah, I think Mikasa would be Arya. Mikasa, Arya. Yeah, that's why I, I totally think Mikasa should be Arya. Nah, she's Levi, bro. And then Levi's Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> no, dude. Levi's uh, Beric, dude. 
fucking one eye Lord of the Light. Yeah, I don't know. All I'm saying is that for people who haven't watched Attack on Titan, there are a lot of similarities. You ha- you have a, a humanity that's like constantly under a threat. You have like these daring expeditions that go out to into enemy territory to try to save people. You have this royal family, the secret, the secret power that nobody that and it's all like kind of uh, through like a bloodline. Like a certain family has a certain amount of power. It actually kind of has a lot of similarities. I mean, obviously, it's not the same, but as I was watching it, I was just thinking, like, damn, like, this is crazy. I'm drawing a lot of similarities between these characters in this story to, to Game of Thrones. So it's just interesting that, that, you know, they're both out at the same time. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And they don't stray away from showing death or killing your favorite characters. Yeah, they'll kill whoever. Yeah. They'll kill whoever. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's also a huge similarity. So, okay. So season two, I got a little bit uh, – I didn't like as much as season one. I thought it was a lot of just like digging into this conspiracy and a lot of chase and like a lot of like fucking Aaron crying and a lot less Levi than I wanted. And and like everybody seen Aaron cries. I like die a little bit inside. And, yeah. And like everybody turns into a Titan now. Like, oh, that's a Titan. Oh, that's probably a Titan. Are you a Titan? Oh, yep. I'm a Titan. And it's like, Jesus, who's not a Titan? Like, I feel like it's like less people are not Titans than are Titans at this point. So I was a little disinterested um, as season two went on. And then the finale is like Aaron, or Aaron can control Titans. And that was kind of it. And I was like, okay. that's little... So you didn't really like season two? Not nearly as much as I like season one. But I still think it's like I'm still really into it. And I, I want to see season three. And the fact that it's more action and hopefully some more answers. That's oh, really so, much. so much. So yeah. much. Yeah. So I, I can tell you in season three. Remember how in the beginning, I think it was actually before we were recording, I was telling you how season three is like a hard left turn. Yeah. So season three, the main character, I would almost argue, is Levi. Yes. And um, they are not really fighting Titans anymore. They're fighting each other, like human beings. Oh, shit. Like, it gets way more political. Um, and um, so those – those and then you get a ton of answers. Towards the end, you get a ton of answers. So I would say that if that's what you're in, like, you you in, you want the action, you love Levi, and you want to know actually finally what the fuck is going on, it's worth even though it's not in in, in English yet, um, it's worth watching it uh, in Japanese. I actually kind of like watching it in Japanese anyway, but I know some people prefer the English versions. But yeah, it's I'll- that's kind of an overall synopsis of season three. It's 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 worth the watch. I'd say it's interesting because season one and season two got like really great reviews, and season three was like a mixed bag. Right, but I would, I think season three is like the best. Me so, too. Me too. Um, yeah. That's that's really exciting to hear. And I watched season one um, subtitled, and then I watched season two dubbed. So season three, I can go back sometime. I mean, it's not a big deal. It just I it it depends when I watch it. Like if I'm going to sleep, I don't really want to watch subtitle, you know. But um, there are a couple things uh, that are kind of interesting. So did you hear about what they were? What happened when they tried to make a live action? Uh, Attack on Titan show, like a theater show. Yeah, I saw. No, I, I saw that dude. What happened? The dude died. What? They had a they had an acrobat because they were doing like on like fucking wires and shit. Like they're flying around like the actual <laughs> fighters. Which imagine how cool that would be to see <laughs> a live action Attack on Titan. But there was a there's an acrobat. He was an actor, uh, and I think I have his name here, Kazutaka Yoshino, a 38 year old acrobat. He was suspended on lines, and they were doing it at Tokyo Disneyland. And during rehearsal, his thing broke, and he fell 10 meters to his death. So they had to cancel the whole whole show. Holy shit. Yeah. That was in 2017. So, God. Oh, my God. Super disappointing. They, they say they might try and eventually do it again. But, like, that was definitely a, a hard hiatus after that. 
but damn dude imagine, that's crazy like i know they did a spider-man like broadway show like this would be even cooler i think and i love spider-man but i don't know man i'm i'm nervous i feel like every time they try a live action anime i've never seen a live action anime that's been good not a movie dude like a broadway show a broadway show yeah, they're like, trying to do attack on titan like play yeah dude <laughs> yeah the movie the movie was whack for sure but yeah. he was talking about the yeah yeah they did a two-part movie i think right like that already came out yeah yeah i haven't seen the movie and the movie yeah. was whack dan it, you know just like you said it's just weird like them trying to like portray you know these anime characters yeah it just doesn't make any sense i don't know yeah no but a live show i'm in i'm into that that'd be fucking cool you know, there's gonna be like songs and shit and this fucking i want to see them use that technology in like a live action thing um and then the only cool fact i had is that you know what uh attack on titan's called in japanese what the mm. japanese name is shingeki no kyojin which means advancing giant damn is the translation so Irwin's like advance <laughs> is the fucking title of the japanese one nice um but all right let's go around so uh obviously zach you're something you're very passionate about um danny your favorite show jr this is new to you this is pretty new to me um you know scale one to ten you know what do you where, where do you rank attack on titan for the series so far um i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it an eight i liked it quite quite that's pretty high i liked it quite a bit um i was intrigued the whole time um like i said the art's a lot polished in this so um one of the biggest things i had a, a problem with not the storyline of um I can't. I can never remember her, the name of the show uh, that I didn't like, but the Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. <laughs> Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Um, but there's it, other animes out there. I know, you know? but Sailor Moon. I, I DBZ was a little hard to watch at times because it. What about One Punch Man? One Punch you, you've seen really One good. Punch. I love One Punch. Because, oh, it's the best. Yeah, the yeah, anime is so good. The art's so good. The music's good. Um, the music was great. Uh, an attack on Titan. I was like, "Ooh, that's creepy music," you know. During or like, dude, the start, the intro song, and then the closing song are like so different. I know, it's then so the, weird. I know, but it's it, so I, I I give it an eight. I liked it all the way all the way around. Action. Um, the, I love the conspiracy. I like season two because I love conspiracy stuff. Like I love like I'm like what the heck's going on? Like I want to know all the lines, you know, and I want to I want to be taken down that journey. So I'm I'm okay with that. And I'm um I did like Aaron. I mean, he is a whiner, but. And I want to see him like superpower himself <laughs> up a lot, you know. So I'm like, oh, what's his next superpower? Oh, what's his next superpower? Like, what the heck? He just smoke. He just MMA that that, uh, you know, that uh, that, um, that armor type, you know. So I'm yeah. like, oh, he's getting better. That was such a sick scene, dude. And you could just yeah. see his like the armor just cracking and cracking. They're waiting and they're waiting. And so, um, yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. I, I'm gonna wait to until it's dubbed season three, but I'm I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. All right, Danny. What about you, man? It's your show. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a nine, bro. Um, <laughs> only because like One Punch Man exists, and that's my only ten. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so you like One I, Punch Man more? Oh, for only because sure. One Punch Man exists. Okay. Yeah, but no, because like, I. But the only thing that pisses me off, like the only reason why it's at a nine, is because Aaron, right? He is a pussy. Um, you know, I feel like they gave the power to the wrong guy. You know, they should have. Mm. Uh, you know, at least sure. invested in like Mikasa with that power. Yeah, dude, you know, like, <laughs> give it to me, Kasa. right? Like, wh- or, or is it Bloodline, or is it like they, I need, it's gifted? I, I need to get a shirt that, that just says like Team Mikasa or something. Yeah, 
get those uploaded bro let's let's yeah let's... Let, me, let me let me let me look into that, look into that. <laughs> yeah i think uh yeah i'm excited uh for season four like uh zach says season three was dope a lot more action a lot more um story and i like the, i don't like the you know how like dbz you know we can appreciate dbz because we grew grew up to it you know with like mm. the the superpowers and like the kamehameha yeah. waves and all it's that like nostalgic yeah yeah, but with yeah. this anime, it's dope because it's not magic and like spells. It's like all raw fighting. You know, it's all like guns and and swords and blades and you know even sure. the all that shit. So yeah, man, I give it a nine. I like it a lot. I can't wait for season four. Um, hopefully, they don't make us wait till like 2030 for it. I was gonna say, do they have a release date on that yet, or no? For season, I four? don't. I don't know. No, no. Yeah. Okay, dude. I I I uh, I'm giving it a nine point five. I think that Ooh. it's the best anime I've Ooh. ever seen. I liked really? One Punch Man. I did. You I, liked it more than One Punch. I Man? I liked it more than One Punch. Uh, and what? I think it was just, it was just just so different. I don't know. I love the animation. Like some at some points, it looked almost like it was like real, and then like it go back into like cartoon and like like when they're running like with their torches at night, like on their horses and like the fucking strategies involved, like the military strategies are so unique. Like they have the yeah. smoke guns when they're fighting and seeing Titans and they have different like routes they're taking to surround them and the weapons they use and the swords and like the gas power shit. And, and like, it's just so, it's so layered and so well put together that it's not just like a good idea. It's a great idea that's executed like to perfection. And For sure. For sure. So it's so like dark and like those fucking when those titans go abnormal and they start fucking running and their arms are flopping around and shit like that's creepy. It's fucking scary, dude. It's, it's scary. Like it the music along with it too gets all dissonant and, and yeah, like, dude. Just like random and it's like ugh. Like, like, <laughs> it just it goes from so like like heartfelt to like so much action to so much darkness to so much horror so well and like just like smooth. Like I don't know. It, it's so it's a very unique show. I don't think I've seen anything like it, and I just I think it's fucking great. So I gave it nine point five. Dope. I'm surprised you haven't watched season three, bro. With if you're that into, I'm going it. to. I just finished season two last night, so I'm gonna Word. I'm going to for sure. Word. Um. Well, I mean, y'all y'all already know that I fucking I love it. Uh, I'm 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 with Jordan. I'm gonna give it a nine five. But I do agree that the reason why it's not a ten is because One Punch Man exists. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> but I I uh, I um. This is the, I mean, this is essentially as, as good as it gets um, when it comes to anime, um, when it comes to the art form, when it comes to the the, the type of entertainment, the writing. Um, I mean, it's it's great. It's great in every way. It makes you care about characters. There's so many characters. They're, they all have their um, different kind of um, reasons why they're they're doing what they're doing. And they sometimes they clash and sometimes they, they work together to achieve similar goals. And um I mean, it's just it's it takes you on a journey. It has you asking questions. It's scary as shit. It shocks you at times. Um, I mean, it's just it's just as good as it gets. And and I'm a fan. Like a lot of the times we do stuff on this show where you know I'm like, all right, cool. Like yeah, let's look into this. And then at the end of the episode, I'm like, I don't ever want to see that again. Um, Captain Marvel. This is not one of those times. This is not one of those times. Um, I'm I was a fan before we did this episode on Attack on Titan. Um, and I'll be a fan after, you know, as soon as season four drops, I'm, I'm, I'm on it. As soon as season five drops, I'm on it. Um, yeah, so this is one of my favorite shows. And I'm just happy that, you know, you guys all are, are into it. And uh, I love it. Yeah, it's bro. It's a good show. If you haven't seen it yet, then, bro, even if you don't like anime, even if you don't like anime, I think you should try Attack on Titan because you might be surprised. Attack on Titan is not 
a lot of what anime traditionally is like Naruto or DBZ, kind of like Danny was saying, yep. it doesn't follow similar tropes. It's really good writing. It's really good character development. It's really good narrative. Um, and I really honestly think you should give it a try. And then if you don't like it, hit us up on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and tell me why. And, and, uh, let's don't debate me bro don't hit me debate up. me <laughs> don't hit me up i don't even want to talk to you if you don't like it don't hit me up don't hit me up don't hit me up don't hit me get out of here go somewhere else that closes out the rating at a solid nine between this four so um i think uh i agree you're two for two on recommending animes to us zach we did one punch and loved that and now we did attack on titan and loved that and so um Agreed. If you even if you don't like anime, go on Hulu and watch it. You're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. It's just different than anything you'll ever see. Um, so that's really all we got for this episode. This is uh, we'll close it out with some plugs. Um, Danny, anything you want to plug? Man, any shows you got coming up? Anything you want us to check out? Any our listeners to check out to get to know the real Plum? Yeah, man. Um, I got a few things coming out. A few shows. Uh, you can come out anytime. If you're in LA, just follow me on uh, IG. It's Danny Plum. And uh, you can catch any upcoming shows. Um, I think a coming show next week at the Comedy Store. So that might be one um, most recent one. But uh, what else I got? We got Laugh After Dark Season 2 coming in summer, which is dropping on Amazon. Uh, so you, oh. can find, you can find me there. I'll be doing hot 10-minute yes. fire uh, set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else I got? Um, just filmed a really cool short film yesterday. Um, it's called Want Me uh, Want to Pick Me Up, and it's it's a really funny uh, script. Uh, so can't wait for you guys to see that. So follow me on IG to see uh, updates on that one. And, uh, oh, I'll be the new Facebook uh, dating guy. So the the app for Facebook dating, I'll be, like, the, the model for that. So... If you see me, screenshot it and send it to me, and uh, let me know if it's a cool, dope picture or not. So, uh, <laughs> them teeth, bro. That, them teeth be paying them your bills, my man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so awesome. How big is your ego after you got that job, man? On you the know, face of dating for Facebook. <laughs> you know, I don't know, bro. Uh, I think they needed someone ambiguous, and they really couldn't put a stamp if I was Asian or not. You know, so <laughs> they're like, he's kind of, whatever kind of is, that's what they went for, you know? So that's yeah, man. Bet, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's it, awesome, man. man. Awesome. That's it. Yeah. Check all of them out, dude. If, if, if you, if you like what you hear and, and if you don't, you're wrong. Uh, follow <laughs> Danny Plum. You're going to enjoy it, man. Um, yeah. And you can always check us out at Twitter and Instagram at uh, hop heroes pod and uh, search hop heroes on Facebook. We got updates coming out every week and every day so thank you so much for being on the episode danny uh again man hey. congratulations to everything you got going on so proud of you awesome thanks man you again. Yep, thank thanks you guys so hey let's keep in touch this is fun hell yeah, yeah. guys hell We'd yeah love to have you on again man any anytime so let's do it all right thanks for listening guys Signing and we'll out. see y'all next week later, later.